Shabbat Shalom, Parashat Miketz. We are in the dramatic moments and we're going to see how the brothers are going to confront Joseph or better, Joseph is going to confront his brothers because he knows who they are and they do not know who is standing in front of them. And he asks so many questions and he has so many requests. Who is this guy? They have no clue they are standing in front of their brother. You think 17 years made him such different? You think if you would see somebody 17 years later, you wouldn't find out this is your brother here? I think there are many explanations and maybe you should also share some explanations. Why didn't they thought maybe this guy is our brother? But I think more than anything, there's something in the story that didn't make sense because we remember we threw him into the pit. We took his clothes there. We threw him into the pit. What are the odds that he's going to stand in front of us right here? And funny enough, maybe the thing that makes the realization even harder is the fact that he stands in front of us in kingdom clothes. This is royalty here. And the Egyptians knew how to dress well, how to dress to impress. Funny, when Joseph has a dream and is being thrown away to the pit and his clothes are being taken away, it's going to come back again when he's going to be taken away from the pit. He's going to receive new clothes and he's going to solve a dream. He's going to see his life repeating again. And when he stands at that moment, he understands everything and they have no idea. I want to talk about the clothes for a second. Because closing is here part of the story. We're going to read about closing and we, we read about it, how dresses makes a lot of the story. We remember how Jacob takes away the blessing by using clothes, by coats that is not his. He dresses up. And he takes the blessing. Then the children of Jacob takes this piece of garment and they put it into blood and they show it to their father and says, do you recognize? And Potiphar's wife tried to temptation over Joseph and he doesn't know what to do until the point that he takes away his clothes and he runs away. And then he goes into jail and changes his clothes and then he comes back out with royal garment and the clothes here are taking a big part. The clothes, dresses, shirts, they hide something. We meet people and we're judging them immediately by the way they dress. Clothing is literally there to cover up what you see with your eyes. It's interesting that realizing that what you see with your eyes is only partial is exactly the word closing in Hebrew. In Hebrew, the word beged, literally the alphabetic word of bet, gimel, dalet, is like the number two, three, four, letters in the alphabet, beged, close, also can be read as bagad, betrayed. Because in a sense, 
by judging with what you see with your eyes, those eyes are betraying the actual reality is and what lies behind it. We are facing something, but there's something in the back. Don't let your eyes betray you. Don't let your eyes be the whole story. In biblical times, we know that this was one of the biggest differences between the people of Israel and other nations. Nations wanted statues. They wanted something that they can see, they can worship, they can follow. And we never spoke about seeing something. We always talked about hearing something. Our God talks to us. We follow him, although we cannot see him. Because what you see with your eyes can betray is not all the reality. Interesting that also a story of clothing goes back to the very beginning of Adam and Eve. They're getting there, eating from the tree, and they feel that they are naked, and then they need to hide away. We always thought that it is a story of temptation, but maybe it was a story about reality that they went with their eyes. They followed their eyes, the betraying eyes that saw something. They thought it's right. It's not right. This fruit, the other. And when they were exposed, they followed up only what they saw and not what they heard. Maybe this is why God's called them. Can you hear me? This is the basic stories of the tribes. They went after what they saw. They saw a young child, baby, being chosen by their father, being loved. He got a different garment. From that moment, they are going and following their eyes. They don't follow their hearts. They don't let their hearts talk. They don't listen. He's against us. Eventually, they're going to sell him. And still, they are there after their eyes. They're going to come to father and show them the garment. And they're going to say, do you recognize? He doesn't recognize. He has the heart and he has the ear to believe that there's something more coming. The people of Israel from that moment always are going to go with their ears, with their hearts and not with their eyes. This is why showing of belief, the reality of belief is saying, Shema Israel, ear O Israel. Hear, O Israel. And when Jewish people say this blessing, this verse, they cover their eyes. Because what you see with our, your eyes is only part of the things. Sometimes it betrays you. Sometimes it's only partial. But surely what you see with your eyes is not the bigger picture. It's not the whole thing. And that moment... When their brother stands in front of their, of their brother and they cannot realize that, once again, their eyes betrayed them. Maybe if only they would open their hearts and their ears, they would hear their brother calling you. My brothers, where is my father? Where are you? Shabbat Shalom.